Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. I think the really magic about the Hip Hop Green Dinner is the perfect combination between music and good food. You know, everybody likes good music and everybody likes good food. And you bring those two together and and, and create that perfect mix. You know, it's a winning combination they can't lose. Hey, it's Monique, and this is episode 76 of the Brown Vegan Podcast, where I love to share strategies on how to start and keep going with the vegan lifestyle and bring on guests to share their experiences as well. Be sure to come hang out with me on social media. I'm Brown Vegan everywhere, including YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. So first off, I want to start off by saying thank you so much for all of the amazing feedback on episode 75. That was actually my first solo episode in a long time, and I was so nervous to do it, but I'm glad that I got so much positive response from it, and there is definitely going to be more solo episodes to come, so thank you so much for your support as always. I really, really appreciate it. On the show today, I have my guy Keith Tucker from hiphopisgreen.com. I actually met Keith back in 2015 when I went to his Hip Hop is Green dinner in D.C., Great experience. If they come to your town, definitely make sure you check them out because, oh man, it's amazing. I love the work that Keith is doing because what he does is he takes health and wellness and he brings it to the black community through food and music. And a lot of times people don't even realize that it's a a vegan event. They just see hip hop, they just see free food and they go. And so he uses that to plant the seeds of veganism for people who probably have no idea with vegan Um, food looks like at least they think they don't know what it looks like I just love the work that he's doing he really is planting a seed especially for young people so in this episode Keith is going to tell us about his vegan story how he was able to get started and also some behind the scenes of what it looks like for him to put together vegan dinners it's a lot of work a lot of time but it's so worth it he has served um over 5,000 meals Keith also has an Indiegogo campaign going on right now to raise funds for Hip Hop is Green. So definitely make sure you check out the show notes for episode 76 to get the link for that. Or if you're listening after the campaign is over, go to hiphopisgreen.com to make a donation. It could be a, a monthly donation or a one-time donation. So yeah, without further ado, let's go ahead and jump right into Keith Tucker's vegan story. So I decided to become a vegan really out of um, working on my film project that I had uh, going on in uh, 2008. It was called Pursuit of a Green Planet. And um, as you know, I came out of the uh, radio industry. Uh, I had a radio show called The Keith Tucker Show. And um, I examined 
deeper meanings of hip-hop culture you know i had a show called hip-hop beyond rap and we dug into what exactly is the culture of hip-hop and we broke it down into nine different elements uh, at the time and i had many legends and pioneers come on my show and uh, to make a long story short out of my radio show um, the producers really loved what i was doing and they were like wow you know like what's your next great idea you're going to have for your show we're really looking forward to it and i had did a welcome to seattle dinner for public enemy and chuck d and flavor flav mm-hmm. professor griff and everybody else showed up it was wonderful man and um you know when we were setting the menus up some of them said you know i'm vegan you know and i don't eat any meat or anything and i you know just said okay well you know we'll we'll accommodate that and then ironically I had known uh, M1 and Stick from Dead Press for several years, and they came to Seattle, and um, I went to uh, lunch with them. We actually were in Tacoma, and I went to lunch with them, and they took me to a a vegan restaurant. Uh, And that was like one of the first times I'd been to a a, a vegan soul food restaurant before, and it was really good. So those two things were kind of swimming in my mind when the producers was asking me what my next show was going to be i thought to myself and this is back in 2008 i was like you know what no one's ever examined veganism in Mm hip-hop i think that's a really good topic and that's the topic that i'm going to choose so i came up with that concept on i think on a friday and my producers was like, oh, my God, this is great. Oh, man, we're going to be able to make all kind of um, get all kind of sponsors on, involved in it and everything. I was like, OK, cool. Went home and I and I was as I was driving home, you know, because I wasn't a vegan then. Stopped my stopped by McDonald's and, and got my uh, McRib sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> you get like the worst thing on the menu. <laughs> yeah, the worst thing on the menu. Right. <laughs> So I'm eating this nasty thing here and I'm thinking to myself, wow, you know, Keith, if you do a show about veganism and hip hop, it's really not going to be cool for you to be eating this kind of food. Mm. You know, maybe maybe you should go on a a vegan diet yourself. You know what I mean? That was the concept. And then I was like, well, if I go on a vegan diet, maybe I could put like a... um, a video vlog on my website so people can watch my progress while I lose the weight and all of this stuff. And we could talk about it and I could challenge my listeners and all of these things. Right. And then, you know, as an entrepreneur and a creative um, idea guy, I was like, you know what, maybe this is a film project. Maybe that's what this is. This is a documentary film. Mm -hmm. And people will get to see me go on a vegan diet. And then I'll go around the country interviewing hip hop artists that are vegan themselves. That was the concept. So came in Monday and um, told the the producers of my radio show, um, you know, I I, I came up with a really good concept uh, about doing a film project called Pursuit of a Green Planet. That was the name of it. And um, guess what? I'm not doing radio anymore. Yeah. I left radio. I le- and some other things were happening at the radio show, too. But this was like the catalyst for me to um, mm-hmm. to make my move uh, into producing this film. So, you know, I started working on the film project. And one of the first ever uh, field trips that I went, you know, studying veganism, because you got to do a lot of research and development when you're going to do a documentary film. So I just dug into 
every aspect of veganism and the connection between the uh, environment and and the statistics and you know uh, and, and studies and it was just a lot of intense um, research that I was doing as a journalist to uh, uncover this uh, this this story that uh, that was being revealed to me through my research. Um, I found many people in hip hop that were vegans, organic gardeners and MCs and DJs that were living this life. And um, I went to the uh, Seattle Veg Fest on my uh, first um, kind of like field trip. And this was my first time ever going to a Veg Fest. And it happened to to coincide with me, um, you know, doing the film project, it, you know, it happened maybe about two or three months after I decided to do it. So it was right on time. So I'm walking in the door, I go into the veg fest and guess what? I see nothing. I'd see nothing but a sea of white folk. Yeah. yeah. It was like 3000 white folks in the room. And, and I walked in there and I was like, okay, uh, you know, and then I saw maybe I think it was me, one or two uh, people of color in the place. So I was like, okay. And then I studied also the demographics as far as age. There was, it was probably maybe 35 and older. There was really no young people in the oh, room wow. either. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, this is really off, you know, but okay it's it's cool so you know i go around to my first booth and i'm trying the food and i'm like oh okay I've, I've never tried vegan cheese before this is pretty good mm-hmm. and then wait you know, wait Keith, I, I gotta stop you in 2008 the vegan cheese was good yeah the vegan cheese <laughs> yeah, was good right. <laughs> it was better it was better than i thought it was better than i thought okay you know now nowadays you know we have many options um matter of fact um one of our sponsors uh follow your heart makes a really good uh vegan cheese brand as well uh, yeah too, so. i actually remember when i first went vegan they were one of the only ones that i could eat because i felt like it was the only one that felt similar so yeah that's a good example yeah. yeah, yeah. Shout out to Follow Your Heart. They've been supporting us for maybe four or five years. So nice. I really appreciate them. And um, so, yeah, so I'm standing there at the Veg Fest and I'm eating the cheese and all that stuff. But what really blew my mind, and this is really crazy, and, and I know people are just accustomed to seeing, you know, almond milk at the grocery store and it's everywhere now. It's so pervasive. But back in 2008, I had never heard of almond milk. And so imagine you walking up to a booth and they have a big almond and it says almond milk out there uh, on the sign. Uh, and so I, st- I looked at the sign for like two or three minutes. I'm like, how are they getting milk from an almond? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you like, know, it was blowing my mind. Yeah. Like, how do they do that? Right. And I tried the almond milk and it just blew my mind. So long story short, I had an epiphany moment at that uh, veg fest where. I walked in thinking that, you know, uh, veganism was that nasty tofu square, some nuts and some salad, and mostly white folks eat it, um, and the food is bland and it's not seasoned and it's nasty. I walked out of that uh, uh, veg fest thinking that I can actually live my life as a vegan and and I can do it. That is amazing. That is so amazing. Yeah. You know, the thing that I think stood out to me is I feel like when you went to the Veg Fest and you didn't see yourself represented, it like solidified why you needed to do Hip Hop is Green. It's oh, my gosh. Yeah. I'll tell you, Monique, you know, um, not only did I, uh, you know, have that epiphany moment there, but I actually acted on it. I went to the producer and I was like, who produces this event? You know, and I went to the guy that produced it. And this is a, you know, an older Jewish guy in his 70s. 
So uh, his name was Stuart Rose. He's still a really good friend of mine to this day. But mm. that day, that was the first day I met him. And I said, hey, uh, Mr. Rose, um, you produce this event? Yeah, I'm, I'm the producer. Of this. Let me ask you, why isn't there any people of color in this room? And why isn't there any young people here? And, you know, most people that are not people of color might be, you know, taken off by that question. Yeah, they're like, okay. <laughs> Why is he attacking me? Right. But um, he didn't respond like that. He said, you know what? That's a great question, Keith. Why don't I take you out for dinner and I can tell you all about it? And I was like, okay. So we ended up going out for dinner and, you know, I posed a question to him again. And he said, Keith, listen. I have been trying to reach young black youth for years in urban communities, people of color. You know, um, I know that's where a lot of people need to get this information about veganism, but I can't reach them. You know, when I speak with them, they look at me like I'm from Mars or something. Mm -hmm. Can you help me? Can you help me? And I was like, you know what, Stuart, I can help you. You know, and at the time I was mentoring about 100 kids I was mentoring. I had a whole bunch of dance groups that my son was in here in the Northwest and mm -hmm. I mentored them. Um, and I've been involved in hip hop since before a lot of people that are listening to right now were born. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a, a, a long history that I have with hip hop. So I was like, OK, check it out, man. I'll bring all the talent. I'll bring all the kids. Um, you know, all you got to do is just hook me up with some really good food and uh, we'll do an event together and we'll call it a hip hop green dinner. Wow. And that that's how the first hip hop green dinner was born. Me and him uh, actually produced that first event and it happened on uh, June 22nd, 2009. Oh, wow. So right the year after you decided to become vegan. So that was really fast. That was really fast. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. That is, this is incredible. I didn't realize the story all happened like this. And I'm so glad that you, you jumped right on it. Cause I, I feel like it's really easy to, you know, watch something from the sidelines and not be really active in the movement. And mm -hmm. so, yeah. How many dinners did you, did you do your dinners consistently after that? Well, first of all, go back just in case somebody doesn't know what is involved in the your hip hop is green dinners like what do you how do you the, what's like the format for the dinners what do you yeah yeah so let me set it set the stage too for people so that people can understand this when when we did that first hip hop green dinner back in 2009 this was probably the first time a, a hip hop event ever happened in this way that we got hip hoppers to come and perform and we, you know, had many elements of the culture in the room and we served a whole full vegan meal with the intent of bringing health and wellness to our community. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's this is this is historical things that we're doing on that day. And, you know, sometimes when you're making history, you don't even know it. You know what I mean? You just look back and you're like, wow, yeah, that was historical. Yeah. But when people come to a hip hop green dinner, you'll be greeted and welcomed when you come to a hip hop green dinner. Um, and then we have uh, um, we start off with a performance because this is hip hop. You know what I mean? And the performers that we have are all plant based themselves. And the music is is is, you know, we're not um, just doing you know, weak beats, you know, and, and, and rhyming about, you know, veggies and stuff. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? We got banging beats 
and we got really uh you know uh, exciting you know lyrics uh, uh that are involved in it um, matter of fact we got a cd that we produced called ready to live um the 10th element of hip-hop it was produced by Stickman at dead press mm-hmm. and, and we have 35 songs on it all geared towards global health and wellness just on a, as a side note but anyway um, when you come to the event, uh, you will be uh, the performance will happen. And then we go to a speaker, and then we go back to a performer, and then we go back to a speaker, and so it's kind of it kind of goes back and forth like that for the first part of the show, and then um, we'll uh, introduce the meal and what the meal is. Uh, we'll talk, and, and you know the speakers are really dynamic. Um, it's not long, drawn out lectures. You know no. what I mean? It's it's really tight, right to the point, really inspiring. And by the time the food's served, everybody's ready to eat, and blam, we just uh, um, served that vegan meal. And it's all local, fresh, organic uh, food that we do in, in every city that we do. That we do. So, yeah, yes. that's how it works. I'm telling you, like, anybody who's listening who's never been to a Hip Hop is Green dinner, you are really missing out. So when Keith comes to your city, go. It was... <laughs> I'm telling you, it was so, so, so dope. Like the mute, like you said, the music, the food. Didn't you? Ha- yeah, you had Chef Lauren. Um, what is her Vonderpool. name? Van De- Vonderpool. 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 Yeah, you had her. Oh my god! And it was the. I think the dopest part is you. I don't know who was performing at the time, but somebody was performing, and she was like chefing in the background. And we were uh-huh. all crowded around. You had the perfect setup no, for this. Let, let me tell you about that because that was people need to know that was uh, uh, the, the we were on uh, the Hip Hop Is Green tour back in 2015, and one of the cities uh, that we went to was Washington D.C., uh, where Monique is, and um, we had assembled a, a team there, and I call it the Goddess Green Dinner mm-hmm. because. All women were involved in, in in every aspect of this green dinner. So the chef that we had, Chef Lauren Vanderpool, she's from Washington D.C., born and raised, yeah. right? Yeah. So she prepared the food, and you know she's a, a, a world-renowned chef and a celebrity chef as well too. She's been chef for Stevie Wonder. Um, she's been the chef for Venus and Serena, and also for Common as well too. So shout out to Lauren Vanderpool. And then DJ Soyo, who's a really good friend of mine, is local in Washington, D.C. And, uh, you know, a, a definitely a serious um, activist when it comes to uh, to hip hop culture. So she was on the ones and twos. And then um, we had Sarak, who is from southeast uh, D.C., herself mm-hmm. and she she was the one that was performing in the kitchen so we did the first ever uh a uh, uh, concert straight out the kitchen it was dope it was, <laughs> it dope. was dope i mean keith y'all had the perfect <laughs> setup for it because we were all like gathered around the the kitchen it was like an open kitchen and she was yeah. performing right in front of it and uh, lauren was chefing in the background that was it was so dope Shout out to Sarak uh, and and Lauren Vanderpool and also Soul Messiah who was DJing that set right there because mm-hmm. uh, it was really dope energy and that yes. was the first time I really got to see Sarak perform live um, and her energy just uh, in, in, encapsulates everyone so you know shout out to Sarak. And then uh, also we went into the other room, you know, for the uh, some of the performances and speakers as well, too. So I got to give a shout out to one of the pioneers and legends of um, of black veganism. And that's Tracy McQuirter. Mm -hmm. Um, She was there and she spoke and she supported us. Um, 
Um, another shout out to uh, Ayanna Gregory. Um, she was there as yes, well, too. Yes, she was. Yeah, Dick Gregory's daughter. And she showed up and showed out. She mm-hmm. had them kids, you know, doing everything. It was it was great. Um, was. Kepra from uh, Kepra Raw Foods uh, in D.C. was there. That's where um, we actually, I don't know if you remember this, but we met there before I went to your event. I didn't know what you looked like. <laughs> so we were in there uh-huh. talking. We were ordering our food and we were in there talking. And I, I think I mentioned that I was going to your event or you invited me. And I was like, oh, my, that's why I'm here. I'm going. <laughs> that's how, that's we, how met. we met. Yeah, yep. that is really that is really interesting. We met right there. Like if, if you want to catch me uh, uh, in D.C., if you come to Kepra's, you'll probably catch me there. Because yeah. <laughs> that's Kepra's, the place yeah, I hang out the good raw go vegan DC. food. Yeah, for yep, sure. Yep, yep, so what? So, okay, let's talk about behind the scenes of putting these dinners together because I want to mention mm-hmm. to people who don't know, I would say if not all, wait, all your dinners are free, right? Because I know the one I went to was free. Yeah, yeah, they were free, um, you know, back in... And it, really from, good food and a good time. So, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, from 2009 to 2000 and uh, to last year, actually, we did the, the dinners for free. That might change coming up here soon, yeah. you know. Um, we've been doing them for free for many years, and um, now, you know, things are changing, so it might change. It might be a little cost to it, but just know if you do pay to come to a green dinner, you're going to get uh, your money's worth mm-hmm. and the money that you pay definitely goes to a great cause to support our organization. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So how do you get people to come out? I think I found out maybe on Facebook. I'm not really sure. But how do you get Mm -hmm. the everyday person to come to your events? Because I kind of felt like when I was there, it was a mixture of people that mm-hmm. came out you know some people were vegan curious some people had no idea what vegan is they probably came because the food was free and they were like oh hip-hop food okay let's go you know they didn't <laughs> <laughs> they probably had no idea what's about veganism until they get there is that strategic yeah. do you not really push the word veganism and or is it more so okay just come out for the free food and see what happens what, how do yeah, you approach that i don't that? push i don't push i don't push veganism um you know um it, it it'll say plant-based foods on our on our um, promotions sometimes um but you know our goal has always been to go where no vegan has gone before yeah. we go into the hood the hoodie hood hood and you know where we did it in 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 washington dc is a perfect example like right across the street there was that in the park there there was a whole bunch of people shooting dope in that park that was right across the street and i had conversations with them um you know a few days before the event because they were wondering, you know, matter of fact, some of the dudes were selling uh, drugs right in front of the door when we entered wow. into our event space. Yeah. So I was worried about that. So I was talking with them and, you know, I don't know if your listeners know, but um, and, and I share this a lot with people, but um, I'm 26 years clean and sober myself. Mm-hmm. So I can relate to uh, people that are out there doing that and that have uh, serious problems. Um, so anyway, I had been talking to them a few days before the event. They were wondering what the heck we doing in their community. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I, told them, I, I was like, hey, we're bringing a hip hop green dinner here. We're going to serve some free food. Come on through. Uh, we're going to have some performances. And uh, just, you know, if you come through, don't don't be drunk or high. Mm-hmm. You know, that was just what I was telling them. Right. And so. I don't know what happened, man, um, but on the day of the event, before all of you guys showed up, I walked into the event space, and I, I actually, I drove up, and I noticed that there wasn't any people in the park. 
I'm like, where are all the people that were here in the park? And mm-hmm. where are all the people on the streets selling, you know, selling their packages? They're gone. And I walked into the facility and I looked at the facility manager. I said, man, what what happened, man? What's what's going on? He's like, Keith, man, I don't know what's up, man. But you see these kids in the in the corner over here. There's about 15 kids waiting for the event to start. He said, those are the drug dealers kids. They sent their kids to your event, cleaned the streets up and left. So that's what was happening before you even showed up. The thing about it is we do grassworks, mar- uh, grassroots marketing, right? You know, we'll go. We went to all of the different local um, schools. We promoted there the high school that was right around there, the elementary school. Um, I went on local radio. Um, shout out to Joni. Um, she uh, uh, let me come on to the radio show, and I forgot the number. So, but Joni knows who she is. And then, you know, and we did flyers um, everywhere, kept those flyers at Kepra's, you know. So we just tried to reach out grassrootsy, you know, to the community. Um, and, and, you know, we were successful in doing that. And yeah. we've been pretty successful in doing it at all of our green dinners, um, you know, um, and, and especially connecting with schools. Um, we have schools that set up you know, field trips to come to our green dinner as well. We had um, a school that did that um, when you were there and there were several kids from the school that came too. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's the branding that we do, you know, hip hop green dinner. Like people are curious on what it is, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And so, the, and and then we put free food on the flyer too. Yes. So, you know, people are going to come out for some free food. And I think the really magic about the hip hop green dinner is, is the perfect combination between music and good food. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody likes good music and everybody likes good food. And you bring those two together and, and, and create that perfect mix. You know, it's a winning combination that yes. can't lose. So, yeah. so, so true. I know you have a campaign with Indiegogo. Because that's what All I, right. Yeah, yeah. I know you have that project that's going on right now. But before we get into it, I'm just curious. What are some of your favorite? Because I know you like raw food. Um, but what are some of your favorite, you know, dishes? Raw, cooked? What do you like? You know what? I, I, I actually like flipping some of the uh, meals that I used to eat. Back in the day when I was a meat eater, I like flipping those meals and making them uh, vegan. So um, in the wintertime, I do a really good non-beef stew that my grandmothers uh, used to make for me. Mm-hmm. And she had a really great recipe. And um, sometimes I'll use some of those garden beef tips, you know, that they have. Yeah. Yeah, and I'll make a really good stew out of it, and it's really hearty, and it just, it, you know, some food takes you right back to when you were a kid, you know, and every time I eat this stew, it takes me right back into my grandmother's kitchen while I was sitting right there while she was making the stew, and she would throw me a um, a bowl of this stew. So, you know, that is one of my favorite meals that I eat uh, in the wintertime. Um, also, I make her greens, her collard greens that she showed me how to make, except, you know, obviously I don't put any pork in it, but you can't tell that there's not pork in the in the collard greens that I make. And I, I use mustard greens, too, so I mix it with collards and mustards. And I also make chili. I like to um, – I have a really good chili that I make as well, too. And, you know, I make the kale salads and um, all of that stuff as well, too. So there's – 
there's a, uh, so many different meals that I eat that I love. I love making vegan tacos, mm. you know, just simple food like that, you know, that you can feed your family with. Taco Tuesday. You know what I mean? <laughs> you don't you don't have to lose anything by being a plant based man. And sometimes you can flip those meals and have something that you were used to eating, but is plant based now and you still get the same flavor and taste and all of that stuff to it. So, yeah. you know. So true. Yeah. I think that's the part that people, they get a little nervous about because they feel like it, they lose some of that. And you just prove that, no, you actually get it, but you get it in a better way. Let me tell you something. We did a a, um, a green dinner last year um, in Indianapolis mm-hmm. for the first time. And so we were there and it was, oh, you know what? Ironically, it was exactly a year ago today because it's Tupac's birthday today. Shout out to and rest in peace to Tupac. Um, June 16th of 2017, we were in Indianapolis on this day and we served the Tupac burger. Like we were saying, you can flip your food and uh, really enjoy it. They got the Beyond Meat burger out right now, the Impossible burger. Um, last year we did the Field Roast burger mm-hmm. and uh, we had a, a Chipotle sausage on top of the Field Roast burger and all the different fixings on it as well, too. Plus, we had some of that vegan A's from Follow Your Heart. Yeah. So, you know, people. People love the Tupac burger. Last year, we used the field roast burger for the burger part of it. But you can use Beyond Meat. You can use the Impossible Burger. You can use whatever burger you want to use on it, right? Mm-hmm. So you got a burger. And then we had the Chipotle, We had the tomato cayenne cheese uh, on it as well. So it gave it a little f- kind of flavor on that cheese. Yeah. Uh, and then we had on top of that, we had a, a Chipotle roast sausage on top of it to give it a little spice and then we had a little caramelized pineapple um on it on top of it with onions on top of it yeah uh as well as lettuce and tomato and um mustard and uh some follow your heart mayo and um you know because tupac was a gemini so we had to put some sweet and some spicy on it you know what i mean (laughs) yeah so yeah, so chef, shout out to Chef Ariel for helping me um, formulate that uh, Tupac burger. You mentioned Field Roast. Are they one of your sponsors? Yeah, yeah. Field Roast started out actually at that first hip hop green dinner. Field Roast was the sponsor of the first green dinner we did in 2009. So you can imagine how long Field Roast has been um, a, a sponsor of uh, hip hop is green. So what does um, that even mean? Like when somebody is sponsoring your event, is that mean meaning they're just providing the food as far as these food brands? Or do they usually give you money to help you pay for your, your venue? Yeah. How does that look? Mm. Yeah, some sponsors um, actually sponsor with checks, you know, and some sponsors sponsor with food. So, you know, it could vary on the deal that we do with the sponsors. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So that I mean, you know, with with putting a hip hop green dinner together, there's a lot of um, finances that go into, uh, um, you know, putting this There's a lot of funds that need to be raised. I mean, I'm feeding five to six hundred people now at a hip hop green dinner, mm-hmm. you know, I'm flying different artists in from different cities. I'm putting them up in hotels and travel and artist fees and all of that stuff. So it could cost a lot, you know, to do a hip hop green dinner. So we've been fortunate to be able to, um, you know, finance these things over the years. Um, you know, but I would say as an entrepreneur, you know, um, we depended on sponsorship for all of these years. Now we're diversifying, you know, what we do at hip hop is green because, you know, before when we started, I was just one guy on a mission to bring health and wellness to our communities because of cancer, heart attack, diabetes and stroke. 
Um, and then my uh, people started seeing what the Hip Hop Green Dinner was, and they started wanting to join the team. And so we formed a team, and then, you know, that was what you saw in 2015 when we came to D.C. Mm-hmm. However, Hip Hop is Green is continually evolving. So we started to look at ourselves after 2015 and kind of into 2016. We started to look at ourselves as a, a, an official organization now and not like a team of people that were doing these Hip Hop Green Dinners. And, and what does our organization stand for? And what does it look like? And, you know, and all of these questions started to come up. So once I started to think of ourselves as an organization, I started to put an organization together, Mm -hmm. you know, and, you know, you know, with our bylaws and our foundation and our board and all of these things um, uh, started to come together. And I'll tell you one thing that that um, really came together that was really special when we did that first hip hop green dinner back in 2009. Um, I film I film every hip hop green dinner. Matter of fact, I film every single one. But when we filmed the one in 2009, this was the first time I actually went back three days later and interviewed people that had came to the dinner because I wanted to get their reaction. So I, I was interviewing some young Latina girls that had came to the, the event. And so. You know, we're talking and one of them said, you know, um, I had a great time at the hip hop green dinner. I um, really enjoyed the food, but I don't know what the food was that you fed us. And I don't know where to go get it. And I don't know how to cook it. Mm. Can, Can you give us some cooking lessons or some tours to where we can learn how to do, you know, eat, live our life plant based? And I was like, oh, my God. This is exactly what I need to do. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that was back at, that was back in 2009 when she asked this question. So, you know, as you get uh, involved with producing hip hop green dinners and all of that stuff, you know, that thought was still in my mind. Even in 2015, I was like, how do I create a follow up and follow through program for people that are inspired that come to our events? Well, it finally came to me in 2015 um, how we can create a program that's sustainable um, and, and it could bring health and wellness to our community. So um, I had been involved with uh, KRS-One um, as a friend um, for many years. Um, and, you know, if people know KRS-One, KRS-One is the teacher. He is the embodiment of what hip-hop culture is, right? And so I learned a lot of uh, from KRS-One. And one of the most important things that he uh, showed me was a document called the Hip-Hop Declaration of Peace. Um, and in this, this historical document, it states in the first um, principle that hip hop has nine elements to it, which I never knew that hip hop had nine elements because this document wasn't promoted on CNN and Fox News and yeah, <laughs> mainstream. Was, you know, yeah, mainstream. It was an underground document, but yet it had historical significance to it because um, it was ratified by the United Nations uh, in 2001, and so it ratified hip hop as a worldwide culture because of this document, mm. and so. All of these things are swimming in my mind, these teachings that I learned from hip hop, uh, from KRS One. I even did a, a radio show um, on the hip hop declaration of peace and the nine elements as well. Um, so all of this stuff is swimming in my mind. It came to me, Keith, you need to create a new element in hip hop culture. And that element needs to be health and wellness. Mm. 
So the 10th element of hip hop needs to be health and wellness. And so when that concept came to me, I reached out to everyone that I knew in hip hop and I wrote what's called an open letter to hip hop. And I stated in my letter on why we need to add this new element and will you support me in making sure that we can add this element in the culture. And so, um, you know, uh, I got a lot of support from uh, many people around uh, in the country in hip hop. And I was fortunate enough to raise um, enough money to where we can do a kickoff event in New York uh, in 2016. So the whole tour that we did in 2016 was based on the 10th element of hip hop. It was called the 10th element of hip hop health and wellness tour. And so we kicked off this tour on April 21st, 2016 in Harlem, New York at the Schomburg. And if people don't know about the Schomburg, uh, it's a research library for black culture. And it's one of the foremost um, places, uh, historical places in the world where you can learn about black culture. And so I felt that, you know, having this historic event um, at the Schomburg um, would be a perfect place for it because, you know, the birthplace of hip hop is the South Bronx. So that's already legendary. Mm-hmm. But I, I wanted a special place for the birth of the 10th element of hip hop. So I picked the Schomburg for that. And so long story short, many people all around the country showed up. I drafted the definition of what the 10th element of hip hop is. I also drafted the 10th element of hip hop health and wellness proclamation stating why we're adding this new element and uh, we had a, um, a really good show that was that was produced by um, the easy AD of the Cold Crush Brothers our hip-hop is green team really came to, to New York so we are all there and they were all helping to produce this major event that we had uh, there after that major event I started to uh, um, to formulate the 10th element of hip-hop health and wellness program because now that we have an element in hip hop that, that, is, that is health and wellness, we need to teach that to our community. And so now I have the answer to this young girl's question yeah. of, of where I need to go and how I need to go and how I got to cook the food and all of this stuff. The answer is the 10th element of hip hop health and wellness program, um, which covers six areas. We cover plant-based eating, organic gardening, fitness, sobriety, food justice, and animal rights. And I was like, okay, now I need to start chapters of Hip Hop is Green. And so that's how everything really unfolded for us um, at Hip Hop is Green. So how many chapters do you have right now across the country? Yeah, so actually we have chapters across the world. So we have 30 chapters so far um, in, in most major cities around the country. Uh, we have two chapters in Canada, and we have one chapter in London. Mm-hmm. So uh, um, we're taking this thing worldwide, um, and it needs to be worldwide because, you know, hip-hop's fo- uh, footprint is worldwide, and hip-hop is the biggest influence on youth on planet Earth. Mm-hmm. So if we can take uh, hip-hop and move it in a green direction, the world will move in a green direction. Mm-hmm. And that's a, di- that's a direct quote from... Um, from one of our friends, um, the CNN commentator, and now he has his own show on CNN. His name is Van Jones. And Van told me, um, he gave me this quote. He said, hip-hop is now the drum beat for the whole world. If hip-hop moves in a green direction, the world will move in a green direction. 
That's Van's direct quote, right? Mm -hmm. And that quote always stuck with me um, when we were developing our hip hop green dinners. We weren't really an organization yet, you know. We were going through all the the uh, the steps and becoming an organization. But when we finally became an organization, I needed a name for our organization. And that quote that Van gave me gave us our name because he said, "If hip hop moves in a green direction," and I was like, "If." There is no if. Hip-hop is green. And so that's how we got our name of our organization. Hip-hop mm. is green. You yeah. Know what I mean? we, we are the pioneers. So that's just what it is. Yes. <laughs> Tell us, because um, I know you have a campaign going on right now. Tell us about what you're trying to raise money for. So we have our first um, national crowdfunding campaign that we're doing for Hip Hop is Green. Uh, many of our chapters are um, actively promoting the campaign right now. Um, we're almost at, by the time you'll listen to this, we're almost through with the campaign. So, you know, um, we're raising money to build capacity for our chapters. You know, our chapters need marketing material, um, to, to reach out to our communities and stuff like that. Um, so we, that's what we're really raising the money for so that we can, you know, have this marketing material and, and we can give it to all of our chapters that we have around the country and, you know, just have resources in order to produce our hip hop uh, green dinner events, our 10th element of hip hop health and wellness program and all of these things that we're um, that we're doing. So we're reaching out to the community to get your support. And the thing about it is, is that it doesn't take a lot. Um, if you want to donate ten, uh, as little as ten dollars, twenty-five, fifty, or as much as a thousand bucks, it's all there. And the good thing about it is we have perks from some of the top people in hip hop. It's all at hiphopisgreen.com, and you just click crowdfunding, and it'll take you right there. Yes, and they have until you said July seventh to donate. Yeah. July 7th is our date, um, and, uh, you know, we're trying to raise 25000 uh, on our campaigns. Donate to the campaign, um, you know, look at the, check out some of the perks that we have. Also, I almost forgot to mention another person that's from Washington, D.C. that uh, is donated to the campaign, and that's a part of it, uh, and that's Maya. The Grammy-winning singer Maya has her wine. It's the it's called Planet Nine Wine. So you can actually donate to the campaign and have a wine and cheese party with with Maya's wine. So yes, uh, yes. yeah, so it's 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 there too as well. So that yeah. is dope. So if somebody is listening to this this episode six months from now, can they still go to Hip Hop Is Green and make a donation? Yes. There's a donation sure, button on there? Okay. There's a donation button, and I, I took the donation button down for the campaign, so I'll have it back up after uh, July 7th. Okay. And you can donate to Hip Hop is Green anytime. We are a nonprofit organization, so you can donate to us at any time. We have memberships to Hip Hop is Green. You can be a community support member for Hip Hop is Green for as little as $10 a month. And that $10 a month really helps us out because, you know, it costs thousands and thousands of dollars for us to produce a Hip Hop Green dinner. And, you know, imagine, you know, I'm doing this in, th in more than 30 cities around the world now. Instead of us feeding 5,000 people a year, now we're able to feed at least 50 to, to 75,000 people a year. And that's what that little $10 helps go to. 
And people need to understand this is life or death and death situations we're dealing with because people are come, you know, they have um, cancer, heart attack, diabetes, stroke in our communities. It's rampant. Um, they also say that, um, you know, one out of three youth is coming up with diabetes now. And, you know, our youth are slated to not outlive our parents. That's that's really a quote that I don't want to have happen. Right. So your money and, and, and your support is, is much needed. And um, you get a newsletter for that. And you get invited to some of our events that we have in a city near you. And, you know, and, and, and you, you'll see your money working uh, at, at all times when you donate to Hip Hop is Green. So that's really the next campaign that we're doing. We're trying to get a thousand member community support members of Hip Hop is Green around the around the world. So, mm. yeah. That is mm-hmm. dope. That is dope. How do we reach you um, outside of Hip Hop is Green? I guess on Instagram, Facebook, how do we reach you? Oh, I'm Hip Hop is Green everywhere. So if you go to Twitter, you go to uh, Facebook, you go to Instagram, it's all Hip Hop is Green. And if you want to find my personal uh, page on Facebook, I'm just Keith Tucker there. And, you know, there's a couple other Keith Tuckers, but, you know, I'm sitting out because I'm actually pouring somebody uh, a shake. <laughs> That's the look. <laughs> You know, I'm at one picture. of my events. Pull yeah, up. on my picture, it's it's me pouring someone a shit. So, you know, <laughs> I, 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 I'm always doing it, always feeding and serving the community. Yes, 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 yes. Thank you so much for being on the show, Keith. I really appreciate it. I know it's 6 a, it was 6 a.m. for you, so <laughs> it doesn't feel like it's 6 a.m. because your energy is good. No problem, Monique. Anytime. Thank you so much for doing what you're doing. We really, really appreciate you and everything you have, have been doing so far and much uh, success to you for Thank sure. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the show. If you enjoyed it, be sure to rate the podcast five stars on iTunes. Also, don't forget to get all of the show notes and resources we mentioned at brownvegan.com. Thanks so much for listening and I'll talk to you next week.